at first I thought, I'm not going to release this podcast. I mean, who the fuck am I, you know? Um, at no point of my life have I ever enjoyed, I can't even call it confrontation, disagreeing with anybody or standing as somebody saying what nobody wants to hear or any of that. I have always wanted to be the girl who everybody likes and is the messenger of positivity and love and light, um, which is, you know, part of the reason why this podcast is what it is. Um, But then I thought about the state of the world right now. And in case you guys haven't noticed, shit's getting fucking real. Um, And some of these messages I feel are important. I think it's important to speak out about the state of things as they are. And so I hope you guys enjoy the real spiel. Um, But before I get into it, before we ascend and transmute space and time through the portal, um, I wanted to read this that I wrote to you on the 26th of last month, Um, you know, in hopes that it won. makes up for how much of a hard ass I kind of sound like through this. And for two, um, just puts a little spark of light in the heart of whoever hears it, because no matter what, that is what I'm here to do. That is what all of us are here to do. But, you know, when I ponder where and what and who my highest self is, and how I can align with her, and what my earth mission is. I think it's that exactly. I think it's to serve as somebody who reminds people that we are not people. (laughs) Anyways, here it goes. Um... Sorry, just before I start, you guys, whoever you are, wherever you are, if you could take a deep breath in and let it out. And let these words register in you. Let them register in your heart. Let the vibrations of these words serve as downloads. I am that I am all that is, all that was, and ever will be. I offer love and light and healing to Creator, as well as abundance, understanding, strength, and blessings. I offer gratitude and amazement for this cosmic dance, for this state of empowerment, for the revelations 
and knowing and showing and growing. I offer love and light to all beings, even those that have caused me anxiety and pain, especially those that have caused me anxiety and pain, and how mesmerizing and perplexing and amazing is it that in the blink of an eye, I can heal myself and make the decision to blast all darkness into the ether to be alchemized into light. Aham, amen, aham. That's what we're here to do is to alchemize, guys. I did not mean for that to rhyme. We are here to alchemize, and the one last little bit that I'd like to give before we jump in is that at the beginning I started this with an offering of love and light and understanding and strength and blessings and all the things that the creator of this simulation, this divine simulation already undoubtedly has offered it back to him, her, it, she, thee. Because so much of the time, while we're worried about and asking for things to manifest here in this 3D physical reality, we're like in this state of take, take, taking. And even though the source obviously is the source and has it all, you know, what harm could it do? just to give up an offering some sort of love back to the creator in show of our gratitude, you know? And why stop there? Why not give that love and light to whoever we can, whenever we can? Whew. Anyways, with that being said, I've got some exciting shit coming up for you guys. I know I've been saying it. I have been in the trenches working and twerking and losing my damn mind just to find it again. And I'm so excited to soon reach, soon reveal what needs to be revealed, what wants so badly to come through. It's going to. But for this week. I hope you enjoy this message that was just aching to to be heard. So without further ado, I welcome you to the Wolf Portal episode 22. Love, light, and blessings to your sweet human being or aliens, whatever life form has chosen to enter the portal. Cue the music! to be another one of those episodes where I don't exactly know where I'm going with it, but 
I feel called to touch on the dark side of the spirituality movement. And I may veer off topic here and there, such as we all do in life sometimes, but we are going to get there regardless. And there are three main things I'd like to touch on. Those are one, spiritual materialism. Two, spiritual bypass, which may be the same thing as spiritual materialism. I really don't know. And three, ego dissolution. Notice I said dissolution, not death. Spiritual materialism is something that I have talked about a lot on the podcast and find myself talking about a lot in conversations these days. Mostly because spirituality seems to have become the newest hot commodity. Gag me. I fucking know. On Reddit the other day, someone said, and I quote, An opinion of mine. Spirituality is turning into an aesthetic on TikTok and it just blows my mind how everyone is getting false information from it. People are using crystals or etc. for just the trend. They're bringing in negative energy. I just think it's absurd, but I'm just going to focus on my own path. But also, it just really blows my mind. Anyone else? Which, at first... I have to look at it twice to make sure I didn't write it myself. I mean, come on. If you've listened to any of the earlier episodes of The Wolf Portal and heard the conversations that I have here, you know how much surface spirituality grinds every last one of my fucking gears. And yet, as my heart opens, continue to deepen my understanding of how awakening works, this slowly but surely becoming easier to move away from the harsh critic at the dinner table of my mind and talk to the other kinder and more virtuous guests at the table, such as compassion and understanding, even a bit of bemusement at times, depending on what mood I'm in. And that whole little bit was from Ram Dass. If you didn't know the whole, you know, I guess it depleted the mind. Anyways, and so I have to admit that I was a bit proud of myself for only upvoting a few, maybe more than a few, of the comments that were agreeing with this post and connecting over their mutual disgust at this whole window shopping Pinterest spirituality bullshit. And instead, I decided to comment saying, it irks me deeply. So I super appreciate that I'm not alone in this, but I have been trying to overcome my judgment on the matter. Because at the end of the day, everyone is awakening at their own pace and their own energy. Oftentimes, even surface spirituality has the potential to bloom into something much deeper. Because it's true. And this is something 
that the lovely Nancy Santana greatly helps me to understand, which is that we are all babies in a way to this ascension that is taking place, this great awakening, and we all have to start somewhere, you know? And like I've said more than enough times, if someone wants to pretend to be something they're not and just sort of revel in showing off their crystals and their Pinterest quotes that they don't know or stolen from Rumi and look to TikTok and the Pattern app or CoStar as their main source of spiritual guidance whilst all the while not truly plunging into the depths of their soul and doing the work that is one not really any of my business, but two, it does have the potential to bloom into something much deeper and much more profound. I would, however, be remiss if I didn't take this time to call out spiritual materialism for what it is. Because, see, the danger isn't the person not truly awakening. That's between them and God. And at the end of the day, I believe anyways that we are all going to have to go through as many lifetimes, as many lifetimes as it takes to learn what we are here to and to ascend and to realize and to alchemize and all of that. The problem, in my opinion, is what has the potential to stem from an individual that has only tap danced on the surface of their soul, who not only has convinced others to think they are doing or have done the work, but truly believes they are quote, unquote, quote. The reason I'm saying this is because now more than ever, I think it's so important that we reach states of sovereignty, if nothing else, within ourselves. That now more than ever, it matters that we are not just hiding behind the possibility of being a super woke or spiritual or compassionate person or doing all the drugs and exploring the spaces and realizing there's more to life, man, there's more to reality and doing nothing with that or holding up all of our crystals like fucking badges or trophies or something. And okay, I'm just going to get real here and just for a second, step away from the spiritual side of things and bring up the real raw motherfucking tea right now and for quite some time our country the whole world to be honest but right for right now i'm just going to stick to our country our country has been divided left and right and when trump was president it seemed obvious which was the right side to be on which wasn't the right. <laughs> and then shit got real in 2020, right? LGBTQ movement and the Black Lives Matter movement and COVID. And then after shit got real, it got weirder and weirder 
quick. And all of a sudden, if I don't want to wear a mask or get the vaccine, I'm a Trump supporter or I'm not a responsible American. And all of a sudden, a huge portion of society is turning against another huge portion of society and family members are turning against family members. And the division is becoming so vast and so intense. And it's fucking scary. I could go on for hours about how many times and how many instances our government has been caught lying to and misleading its citizens. I could go on about how the only establishment that might care more about money than the government are the pharmaceutical companies and the amount of times they've been sued for malpractice and literally tons, tons of shady shit should be more than enough probable cause for people to question some magic formula that only kind of works going into their bodies, but I'm not here to be a total heretic. The reason I'm bringing this up is because it is alarming how many humans care more about being in the group that thinks it's on the right side of things than doing their own research and asking real questions or just truly going within themselves to see what feels right, not what the news is saying is right. Not what fucking the shade room or TikTok or whatever the hottest fucking commodity of news article, gateway, Twitter, whatever the fuck is saying is right, what feels right within Lately, it's just becoming clear and clear to me that the people who are on the most woke side of things are falling into a deeper and deeper group think slumber, and it's fucking weird. Do not get me wrong. Black lives obviously matter. The LGBTQ movement is wildly important and everyone deserves to feel safe and valued and worthy. But the reality of it is that while we sit behind our phone screens and cancel people and doing all this crazy shit to seek validations, there are horrible injustices going on in the world that nobody's talking about. And I'm not only talking about the ones on the news. If anything, I'm talking about the ones that aren't on the news, such as the fucking genocide going on in North Korea or the Amazon rainforests burning down to the ground or the multiplicity of shady shit and hidden agendas that the government has going on right now that we know nothing about or like the fucking factories in China with nets around the windows so that the people making the very iPhones that we're fucking addicted to, so that the people making them 
don't jump out of the windows from their horrible working conditions. It's not just our iPhones. It's literally everything. We get everything from China. And my only point in saying this is that it's fucked up. And it's one of those things that we don't realize is fucked up until we do realize it's fucked up. And then it's like, well, we know that, but we're not going to stop ordering things from Amazon or buying things at Walmart or switch to Samsung. I don't even know if Samsung is any better than Apple. I doubt it. But the point is, we're not going to give up our iPhones. And that's fucked. But we're also not going to sit here and point fingers at ourselves and be like, oh man, this is just fucked up. We are terrible citizens of the planet for what we are doing. It's just going to be like one of those things, you know? All this to say that fucking quote that we all know, um, how's it go? Don't judge me for sinning differently than you do. Right? Because we all do. We all have a shadow. The shadow exists. It's just, it's just a fact of life. Yin and yang. The shadow exists and we try to pretend it doesn't and we suppress it and it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and we don't see it in ourselves, but we see it in other people and it's just, it's just not sustainable. It's not the way to go, my bros. It's not. Because whilst we ignore our own shadows and pretend they don't exist and instead look to other people's shadows, while we argue about pronouns and assign blame to masses of people for what their ancestors did, people are being trafficked and slaughtered and starved and brainwashed and worst, but everybody feels justified and like they are doing enough. Because they put BLM in their header on Instagram. And I'm not trying to be super nihilistic and dark and get all political on here. I know you guys are probably like, what the fuck? I thought I came to listen to some spiritual talk. And how the fuck does this relate to spirituality? Well, let me bring it back home for you. Just like so many humans with undoubtedly beautiful hearts and potentially good intentions who are well-meaning and may in their hearts heart think they are doing the right thing or on the right side of history or whatever. I mean, right and wrong is all subjective and I do not want to sound like I'm on my fucking high horse at all. I could very well be on the wrong side of history, for real, for real. And I'm not perfect at all in any way. Getting back to it, just as so many people on the left side have these huge blind spots and as do people on the right side don't get me wrong I'm not I'm not identifying with any side at this point okay (laughs) that's just that's just how it's gonna have to be um definitely not right wing but that's not the point the point is that just as so many people may think that they are 100% 200% right whatever the fuck the case is or standing up for social injustice, or being responsible by getting the shot, 
and they have these huge blinders up and are almost in a sense, I don't want to say brainwashed. That's almost, that's, that's harsh. Brainwashed is really harsh. We're all brainwashed in a way by society, but we'll just keep it to the analogy of these huge blinders up and having these huge blind spots. It's almost as if a vast majority of the left seems to be lost in wearing the mask of compassion. And it's not like they're wearing a mask, but like, do you understand what I'm trying to say? It's as if they got so used to that feeling of knowing that their views are better for your humanity, which in the, the vast majority of cases they are, but it's, it's like they got so used to that that they fell into the trap that the government has laid for them so easily because there was no questioning there. Well, spiritual materialism is what it sounds like making spirituality material and parading it around much like people on both parties, Democratic and Republic, Republican, seem to do with their so thought better than thou values. And don't get me wrong, I'm very open, obviously, about the dance that I choose to do in the spiritual side of things, obviously, <laughs> if not from my podcast on the matter, then uh, my socials or just whatever, you can have a conversation with me and just see like I don't think there's anything wrong with being proud of how you're choosing to live your life but parading it around and not actually being about it I think it's harmful if one isn't taking the time to meditate and sit and give space to their thoughts and if one isn't taking the time to truly live with intention and if one has only gotten all of their spiritual philosophy from goddamn TikTok and not look to any true master or guru or yogi or book, or in some cases, even just life, even just real life for real lessons then there is very little room left for true self-accusation and inquiry. There's also very little room left for integration of all the downloads. And don't get me wrong, I still have not downloaded TikTok, but my friends send me hilarious TikToks all the time. And even I've seen some with useful information, and I've seen great quotes on the gram and just online and on other sources so I'm not bashing them and I don't want to take away from them and all that I'm saying all that I'm saying is that there is a reason that certain mystics and yogis and teachers did what they did and left behind what they did for us and are so well known and well revered and I simply think it's important 
to respect that and not let it get lost amongst the sea of, well, I shouldn't call it a sea because it's very shallow waters. I know it's another dig after I said that there's nothing wrong (laughs) with TikTok, but I just don't, I just think there's something to be said in going to the source or as close to the source of sources as possible when we're talking about something as big and as profound as the way that we're choosing to live our lives. Like even this podcast or any podcast, but let's just use this one for an example. Let's say that you just stumbled across the wolf portal and for some reason you thought that my sort of annoying voice was captivating and you're bemused or whatever by the things that I'm saying on here. It would be dangerous to just take what I'm saying at face value or what anybody's saying at face value, which just gets back into the whole thing of doing your own research and really diving into matters especially such important matters. And so my advice to this hypothetical person who stumbled upon my podcast and this was their first time really hearing about or getting interested into spiritual matters or or these types of philosophies, my advice to this hypothetical beautiful being would be to, one, leave a review on Apple Podcasts and two, tell your friends every single friend you have about it please for the love of god trying to blow this shit up and after this hypothetical beautiful being did that and followed me on instagram as well my advice to them would be to start small maybe to start small and maybe get on youtube and look up a figure such as Ram Dass and learn about who his guru was. And then look up a figure such as Alan Watts or Terrence McKenna or Sadhguru or Muji. And to from those sources begin to look into different literature and so on and so forth you see where I'm going with this so I guess the essence of all that I'm saying is that one it's important to learn from and source from reliable resources and then also that once we and then also another part of it is once we acquire these beautiful lessons and teachings and this information that we don't just assume (laughs) that we got it we're good you know but that we're constantly integrating all of it into our beings that we're constantly questioning our mind cycles and our reactions and our tendencies And that we're constantly inquiring further into our being. It's so important. I found myself caught up in this space some time ago. It was a little over a year ago. I found myself in this space 
spiritual righteousness because I learned so much and it was beautiful and I'm grateful for all the information that is readily available, um, you know, for anybody who's seeking it. But the moment that I think that I've learned the lessons and I've seen the light and I've seen the truth and I am sen, there is a chance that that can be seen as a catalyst to stop working on myself, to stop questioning my reactions and my beliefs and my tendencies. It's a trap. It's the sneakiest trap. It's the trap. Excuse me. It's the trap of all traps. It's what the spiritual teachers refer to as pitfalls of the spiritual ego. All the spiritual materialism serves as a breeding ground for spiritual ego, which some may argue and some do argue is the most dangerous ego. What's worse than a new age, (laughs) self-righteous, hippy-dippy, scrippy, Chad Brad? I shouldn't say that. I know some great Chads and some stellar Brads, but... You guys see where I'm, what I'm getting at. You know, nothing's right. Nothing is worse than a spiritual Karen. You don't want no spiritual Karens in the house, Lord. We want. Oh my God, I have to edit that out. That was god awful. Jesus Christ, what's going on? And this is beautiful because it kind of leads me perfectly into the next topic that I'd like to talk about for a little bit, which is spiritual bypass. Spiritual bypass definitely falls in line with spiritual materialism. And I'd like to, there's this quote that I saw on Instagram. Oh my God. I sound like such a hypocrite. I'm over here talking shit about social media, spirituality. And here I am, but hear me out. This quote I saw says, some of you are always on the it's not that deep side of arguments because what's not that deep is you. You lack death, just straight up inability to absorb anything that doesn't concern you. I think one of the catalysts of awakening is the death that you create within yourself. We are all multidimensional and multifaceted, but we are asleep to that. For most of our lives and that is what cultivating these practices are all about is opening up to these things and realizing them um, and so the definition of spiritual bypass or spiritual bypassing is the tendency to use spiritual ideas and practices to sidestep or avoid facing unresolved emotional issues psychological wounds and unfinished developed mental tasks. Do you see? So now it's very clear how that ties into spiritual materialism, because once you're using all these beautiful tools and practices, as sort of just a way to show off all the work you're doing, but you're not actually doing it. What you're actually doing is feeding your ego instead of creating and awakening to the death D-E-P-T-H, not death. The depth within you and spiritual bypass is so 
fucking toxic. It is the light, love, and positivity, man. No bad vibes. No bad vibes. It is the realizing or not realizing when something triggers you and not looking into the trigger and not going deep into it. And instead, just lighting some sage without intention or Palo Santo or putting an amethyst crystal on your chest and woo sawing rather than getting in it and looking at it and sometimes fucking just wallowing in it for a bit. Until you figure some shit out, until you break down those barriers. It's using all this, all these beautiful things, not as tools, but instead as band-aids, instead as distractions, instead as cover-ups. Oh, Jesus Christ. I mean, come on, because the reality of it is bad vibes exist. Sometimes I'm a goddamn bad vibe myself (laughs) And, and I do my best to recognize it when I am. And I do my best to not judge myself when I'm being a bad time. And it has not been easy. Let me get, let me get real again here. Don't worry, I'm not going to bring up politics. Maybe at the beginning of my journey, maybe at the beginning, I don't, I don't know. I'm not, I don't want to speak for other people, but maybe at the beginning of my journey, I did spiritual bypass a lot. And I say this because I was doing a lot of meditations on raising my vibration and I was doing a lot of meditations on stepping into abundance and manifesting and diving into all of these realms. And I did no work on healing. I didn't understand the importance of healing until quite recently, honestly. And I'm not going to get into it all right now. It's all the different elements of my life that I had to look back on and bring healing and compassion to. It's way too much to fit into this podcast. It's already getting a little bit bit lengthy. But the idea behind it all is Without really healing, one can only go so deep. One can only feel so deep. Without loving myself first, how can I truly love others? And (laughs) I know, corny, but so, so fucking true. So spiritual materialism gives way to spiritual bypass and it's kind of like it's kind of like one of those games where you're crossing a river and you have to like step on each stone and if you like try and skip a stone you might fall there's things that you just can't skip healing's one of those you can't bypass each stepping stone each segue of the journey is an initiation into the next and there's just no way around it and it's so beautiful and so anyways finally 
I want to get to ego dissolution. I didn't realize this was going to happen, but spiritual bypass kind of leads perfectly into ego dissolution because there's this huge misconception that that is you need to get rid of your ego. You need to kill your ego. It's just like whole like death of the ego. Death of the ego is seen as like this beautiful thing. And like, I get, I'm not bashing it. I think ego death, quote unquote, can be a beautiful thing to go through, especially in the psychedelic space. But the truth of the matter is that you cannot survive without your ego. We were given our egos as humans for a reason. And we need our egos to navigate through this human realm. The problem was never that we had an ego to begin with. The problem was that we are greatly over-identified with our egos. And so no matter how many psychedelics you do, no matter how many grams you take, no matter how free of ego you may feel in any moment, the reality of the matter is that the ego is always going to find its way back. And that's okay, because as mentioned, you need it. Geez, where would we be without our egos? I'm really trying to think about a world without our egos. Like, I get it. We want to less identify so much with I, 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 and me, 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 and realize we are all connected and all of that, and it's beautiful. But ego can be and is beautiful in its own way, too. I like being Shanoon Ocean, and I like sometimes being on my high horse for a little bit. For real, for a little bit, because no matter, like, what life is going to knock me the fuck off that high horse. So I enjoy it while I'm on it. I like feeling seen and validated and sometimes flattered. It's true. I'll say it. Of course, over-identification with these things can turn very ugly, but I think, I think it's time to step away from all this shit talking about ego. What if we're hurting ego's feelings with all this shit? Ego's over here like, damn, the fuck did I do? I'm just trying to help you survive in this realm. Goddamn. I ain't asked for this shit either. It's just who I am. And so <laughs> what if we just start being a little bit more compassionate towards ego instead of trying to fucking kill it off? Because just to be frank, it's a little goddamn violent violent we're supposed to be fucking hippies bro talking about death let me just dissolve it a little bit dissolution over death you feel me but how will i know sensei wolfie how would i know when my ego is dissolving what is it gonna look like i'll tell you what it's going to look like and the fact that I just called myself Sensei Wolfie just probably shows that after I tell you, you should truly look into what ego dissolution is going to look like instead of taking my word for it. However, I will tell you 
that at the beginning. It'll be a little scary. Because all your life, you've been taught to give the parts of you where ego resides. And primarily dwells in the most praise. And God knows it's the part of you that most of the external world gives the most praise. All the things you've worked the hardest for and all the validation that you've gotten, it's going to start to matter less and less because as Ram Das says, and this goes for spiritual materialism, spiritual bypass, the real work, the most important work that you do, nobody's ever going to know about. <laughs> it all happens inside. It's an inside job. That's feel good life. Anyways, so it's going to feel a little bit scary at first. You're going to be like, oh my God, who am I? Who am I? I don't know anymore. And it's okay. When that happens, remember this exact tone of my voice and remember these words. It's okay because none of that shit matters anyways. And it's going to sort of feel like it's what teachers call the emptying. It's going to be either a slow or maybe like fast. I don't know. I guess it depends on your personality type, but a gradual emptying out of yourself. And for me, it happened subtly because I would hear this. I've heard this before. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not trying to empty out myself. It's, um, it's what the Bible talks about a lot. And I can't remember the exact verse but it's something along the lines of uh living in the world being in the world but not being of the world it's like that and you're going to find yourself in your body in your life in this world and even though you're so connected and you realize the sacredness of this beautiful connection to all things there's also a simultaneous 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 whichever disconnect from so much and it's beautiful it's going to be so beautiful it's like a gradual emptying out of all the bullshit Anyways, I hope I didn't come off as too pretentious in this podcast. The truth is I'm just as lost as everybody else. Well, maybe not as everybody else. Because I have done the work. But we are all just driving each other home. Or we're all just walking each other home. That's the Ram Dass quote. And I am slowly but surely stepping away from turning my nose up at all the shallowness that is this world. Because the truth is none of us are better or worse than anybody else. You know? Um, 
but I do think it's important to speak out on both the shadow and the pretending of the non-existence of the shadow and on things that are in the shadow that just need a little bit of integration. And spiritual materialism is definitely one of them. And it's tricky because it doesn't look like it's in the shadow, but it certainly is. And so if any part of this podcast offended anyone who happens to be listening, good. Because I can guarantee you it's not you that's offended. It's your ego. And on top of that, there's no reason to be offended because it's not a calling out out of a place of judgment or better than thouness or any sense of darkness it is a whew, it is a call to action take that feel it really fucking feel it and fucking rise above it because guess what we are all made out of light and the singularity of all all of this where we all come from is most likely love real shit that's real shit and so it's time to be what we came here to be and it's time to align with the virtuous parts of our soul it's time to align with love and it's time to give up judgment and blame and shame and canceling and It's time to give up the goddamn blinder. It's time to dance in the majesticness of who and what we really are. And it's time to stand up and be true spiritual warriors. That is what the world needs right now. And goddamn, if you don't want to be a spirit, if you're not, maybe you don't want to be spiritual at all. And you made it to 30 minutes of this podcast. God bless you. If that is the case, that is okay too. But I beg of you to be a real human being, not the bots that society is doing its best to brainwash us to be. Our potential is so much greater And so beautiful citizens of the universe and wolf portal congregates. Is that right? Did I use that word right? Need me a dictionary. Beautiful beings. Whether this was all news to you or you're like, uh, yeah, tell me something I don't know. May this podcast transmission if nothing else serve as a call of initiation into a realm of higher being and higher awareness and higher capability to love and have compassion and see from different perspectives and see through false narratives all of them all of it I love you and Until next motherfucking time. Sensei Wolfie out.